This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on The Couch Potatoes, it's time to start a new month with the May Movie Preview. I'm Jeff Braun. I'll review a couple of movies a little later, including the hilarious Keanu. And there's a monstrous release this week on home video. For now, let's begin that May Movie Preview. New in theaters this weekend, most of the gang's all back in Captain America Civil War. This job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. There's no doubt what will dominate the box office this weekend. The Marvel Cinematic Universe's big deal this year is definitely Civil War. It begins with William Hurt reprising his military dude role from The Incredible Hulk, chastising Captain America, Black Widow, Falcon, and others for all the damage they've done the past few movies in the two Avenger movies and The Winter Soldier. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. So the government wants to rein in the superheroes a little bit. Iron Man agrees. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. Uh-oh, they're getting mad with each other, and they're only going to get madder. They're coming for you. I'm not the one that needs to watch their back. This doesn't have to end in a fight, Tony. You just started a war. A civil war, hence the title. Besides Captain America and Iron Man, we also see the return of Black Widow, Hawkeye, War Machine, Vision, the Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, and a new guy, the Black Panther, also Spider-Man. All right, I've run out of patience. On to Ruth! Hey, everyone. They all pick sides and then they fight each other. Later in the show, I'll have a review of Captain America Civil War. Stay down. Final warning. I could do this all day. Let's move on to Friday, May 13th. It's Money Monster. Anyone who can get out, get out right now. Do not look up. Do not make eye contact. Just go. Lee, stay calm. I'm right here. It stars Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Clooney plays a television host on a stock market show. Roberts is his director. We are live in five minutes. You have the revisions for the opening. We're still making some changes. Am I going to get the changes before the show or after the show? You know the drill. You just point the camera in my direction. We'll figure it out together. It always sounds so simple and yet so moronic. Here he is, the Wizard of Wall Street himself. The name is Lee Gates. The show is Money Monster. Without risk, there is no reward. Should I sell? Should I unload? Get some balls! Man up! Who's that guy on camera too? You want to complain about it? Go ahead. Who is it? Anybody know? Was this a union thing? No, it's not. Cut 
feet. Whoever's in there, turn the cameras on. Turn the cameras off, Patty. Turn them off, Patty. Do? Turn them on. Uh, put it up. Take it out. Put it on. How do I know it won't blow up? Because I have the detonator. My thumb comes off this trigger, and we all explode. The set is taken hostage by a guy named or played by Jack O'Connell, who put all of his money into a stock that Clooney said was a surefire winner, but the stock tanks. O'Connell says the system is rigged, and he might be right. Just keep talking to him, all right? You're good at that. Got my finger on the trigger. You lost a lot of money when the market tanked. They tracked down his girlfriend. That was everything we had. Every last cent. What are you doing? I'm just trying to survive. I'll get you some answers. Nobody was asking any questions before. These guys could expose everything. We both want an explanation for what went wrong. We don't know. Money Monster is directed by Jodie Foster and plays out in real time, which I like. That always adds some excitement. Dominic West co-stars. Yeah, he's your... Uh, is that your buddy, McNulty, or is that his name? Oh, that's McNulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On oh, the wire. That's right. And so, yeah, Money Monster, May 13th. I want an explanation! Follow the money, find the fraud. We're in this together now. Don't turn your back on anybody. I don't want you to die. Oh, my God. You came here to get some answers. You deserve to get some answers. Also on Friday the 13th, a scary movie for Friday the 13th. It's called The Darkness. Hey, Mikey. Do you know the Indians that used to live around here thought this place was haunted? Legend says that the guardians of their spirit world lived in the rocks and the trees. That one day, they're going to come back into our world. Don't be a jerk. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. Mikey knows that. Kevin Bacon and Rada Mitchell lead this cast about a family that goes on vacation at the Grand Canyon and they bring something back with them, the darkness. One, two... Three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Can you tell Michael to One, stay out two, of my room? He keeps leaving five. dirty hand marks everywhere. We never talk about him. We never talk about how he affects all of us. It's getting creepier and creepier. Getting angry doesn't help. You're scaring him. Two. He's scaring me. Three. Oh my god. Four. Hey, who's up there? The boy in this movie is played by David Mazouz, who is Bruce Wayne in the Fox show Gotham. This movie must have been shot a while ago because he's taller and older in Gotham than he is in this film. The evil they brought back preys on their own fears, threatening to destroy them from within before they are consumed by the darkness. Where you have been? It's the home of very powerful spirits. Chopped in another dimension. The god you might be familiar with cannot help you now. You gonna go see the darkness? I'm not going to go see the darkness. I don't think I'll even go back to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> More of the main movie preview next. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing our May movie preview, and on May 20th, we'll see Neighbors 2. Welcome to Phi Lambda. Yay! 
Uh, hi, what are you doing? We don't hit joints in here. Your parties must suck. No, we don't throw parties here. In the United States, sororities are not allowed to throw parties in their own houses. Only frats can. This is a sexist, restrictive system. Workers are a sorority that can party the way that we want to. What's the name of our sorority? Kappa. Kappa Nu. Yeah. We all go for a sorority that can party. Sounds like Chloe Moretz is starting a fun sorority called Kappa Nu Off Campus, but I'd hate to be their neighbors. So would Seth Rogen and Roseburn, but that's exactly what happens in Neighbors 2. We're never going to sell our house with a sorority living next door. What are we going to do? Maybe it's not that bad. Girls are usually quiet. They don't really take hard drugs. And they're much smarter. Ah! Oh no, I killed a girl. Neighbors 1 was a lot of fun, but of all the Seth Rogen comedies, it seems weird that this is what gets a sequel. Nevertheless, here it is. And they're bringing back their nemesis, Zac Efron, the frat guy from the first one, to help them shut down the sorority. We need somebody who can relate to stupid young people. Hey, neighbors. Let's shut this down. Recycled hijinks ensue. They're trying to dismantle our sorority. I got an idea. We go with the airbag trick. That's not gonna work. If it worked with guys, why won't it work for girls? Because guys are idiots. As unnecessary as this movie is, the trailer, the trailer rather, is pretty funny. A lot of it's not suitable for radio play. Selena Gomez, Dave Franco, Lisa Kudrow, and Ike Barinholtz are also in it. They don't understand that there's no I in sorority. There's two, actually. There's actually, there's just one. No, that's a Y. No in the middle. That's an O. S-O-R-O-I-T-I-T-Y. On May 20th as well, we have a film called The Nice Guys, which is an R-rated detective comedy starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. It's my husband. He's gone missing. Missing? I'm terribly worried. It's just Fred's never been gone this long before. How long has he been missing? Since the funeral. Well, I can start right away. Fred is in an urn sitting above the fireplace. I don't think his wife is all there. The movie is set in Los Angeles in the late 70s. Gosling plays a private eye and Crow plays an enforcer. You're a private investigator? My profession is very complicated, okay? It's nuanced. That is a lot of, that's a lot of blood. Up and charge money? Yeah. Sad, isn't it? How much would you charge to beat up my friend Janet? What? How much you got? 30 bucks? That's good. This conversation no is over. Gosling and Crow come together to try to solve a murder. Director Shane Black describes it as an R-rated caper. Looks fun. The mob is trying to spread its operation to Los Angeles. Somehow, my daughter Amelia is involved. Please find her. Seen this girl? Who's in it for me? Oh, we can do this the easy way. No! We're currently doing it the easy way. Whatever happened to offering me 20 bucks? It's the recession. Seems like bad programming to have two R-rated comedies open the same day. Neighbors 2. Yeah. And and the nice guys. That I think I think there's not exactly the same no, audience, not, but not there's right. certainly some crossover there. I want to see both of them. Same here. <laughs> no. Dilemma, dilemma. There Which one will win? And finally, on May 20th, there's this... Yes, 
It's the film adaptation of the popular video game series Angry Birds. That's right, they're now turning games for your cell phone into movies. And in this film, the main Angry Bird is Red, voiced by Jason Sudeikis. Red has a bad temper. How are you? Oh, I'm horrible. Mr. Red? There seems to be a recurring issue here. Anger! Am I a passionate bird? Yes, but why does it matter that we're not the same? Don't look, Bobby. The anger might be contagious. He started it. Josh Gad is the voice of Chuck, who is fast, and Danny McBride is the voice of Bomb. Also in the voice cast, Bill Hader as a pig. Greetings! I am a pig. What's a pig? Show them how we do it. How you doing? Is that what I think it is? Excuse me, those are fragile. Right, not yours. You are making our guests feel unwelcome, and you're not asking basic questions. Well, this just got awkward. And if you've ever played the game Angry Birds, that's the conflict. The birds are angry at the pigs. This movie is the origin story of why the birds are angry at the pigs. Doesn't anyone see what's going on here? (laughs) The whole world is in danger. And it's up to us to stop them. Fire! Oh my god. Maya Rudolph, Keegan-Michael Key, Kate McKinnon, Tony Hale, Hannibal Burris, even YouTube stars Smosh are part of the supporting cast, as is Peter Dinklage, who plays the Mighty Eagle. If anyone knows what these pigs are up to, it's Mighty Eagle. It's Mighty Eagle's Lake of Wisdom! Get out of there! Don't spit in his mouth! No, don't spit it back! Don't swallow it. They just drank out of the Mighty Eagle's pool of wisdom. More on that in a moment. The Angry Birds game has been downloaded over 2 billion times. The animated series Angry Birds Toons has been viewed 3 billion times. Wow. It's him. Yeah, so what's going on here is the Mighty Eagle is relieving himself in that pool of wisdom, which Chuck and Bomb drank out of. So now they're grossed out. And you're probably grossed out, but remember, it's a movie for kids. Horrible turn of events. Horrible. Couch Potatoes May Movie Preview continues next. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. We're going to press pause on the main movie preview and get to that momentarily here, but uh, there's some interesting news about The Jungle Book. Yeah, there's another award ceremony this past week. While The Jungle Book has been dominating the box office lately, the team responsible for getting the word out got their due at the Golden Trailer Awards. The film won uh, top four honors at the annual celebration of movie marketing that was held this week in Beverly Hills. Warner Brothers picked up the most prizes for an individual 
individual studio with 11 awards, which also included the best comedy trailer for Keanu, which I'll review a little later. Disney had 10 awards. Only two of them, though, came for Star Wars The Force Awakens, which you might think is weird because uh, just the release of those films' trailers became veritable cultural events. There were some funny awards, too, like Trashiest Poster for Dirty Grandpa, and the Best of Show prize went to a spot for the Academy Award-winning film Spotlight. Still to come on the Couch Potatoes, Jeff Braun has reviews of Captain America's Civil War and the aforementioned Keanu. And we will continue the May movie preview next. You are listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. We're doing our May movie preview and on the 27th, get ready for the apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. Doesn't it ever wake you up in the middle of the night? A feeling that someday they'll come for you. And your children. I feel a great swirl of pity for the poor soul that comes to my school looking for trouble. The movie reunites the young X-Men cast, featuring the likes of Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, James McAvoy as Professor X, and Michael Fassbender as Magneto. And there's a new bad guy in town, and his name is Apocalypse. Some believe that the first mutant was born thousands of years ago. He was some kind of god, and he's going to rise again. He always had four followers. Like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, he's really bad, and he wants to kill everybody. Together, we will cleanse the earth. Everything they've built will fall! And from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one! The X-Men movies have been pretty hit and miss over the years, but the younger cast track record is a little better than the older cast. Meet the Apocalypse, May 27th. Apocalypse means to destroy this world. It's all of us against a god. And the most powerful beings on Earth. Forget everything you think you know. None of that matters. You're not students anymore. Take everything from them. Your X-Men. One more on the 27th. It's time to go back to Wonderland. You've been gone too long, Alice. There are matters which might benefit from your attention. Friends cannot be neglected. Hurry. It's Alice Through the Looking Glass, the follow-up to the 2010 Disney movie Alice in Wonderland, which was directed by Tim Burton, who serves as producer for this sequel. The film reunites the original cast of Johnny Depp, Mia Wasikowska, Helena Bonham Carter, Anne Hathaway, and the voices of the late Alan Rickman, as you heard, Michael Sheen, Timothy Spall, and Stephen Fry. When the day becomes the night sky becomes the sea when the clock strikes heavy and there's no time for tea and in our darkest hour before my final rhyme she will come back home to wonderland and turn back the hands of time in this new film, they have to save the Mad Hatter by traveling back in time. Trouble is, time is a person, played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Time is a he. He is not someone you want as your enemy. Please, sir, the Hatter is in danger. Young lady, your time is 
this up. This cannot be good. The first movie was a huge hit. $334 million domestically, over a billion worldwide. But it wasn't very good. 52% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was indeed a visual treat, but it was just missing something. This new one looks like an even bigger visual treat. Hopefully the substance is there to go with the style. Once again, it opens May 27th. Hello, Alice. And thus concludes our May movie preview. Up next, Jeff Braun's going to review Captain America. Yes. Civil War, baby. <laughs> did I just say that? You did. And Keanu, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn the mics off now. You're listening right. to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're going to review a couple of movies now, starting with the big one this weekend. It's brand new. It's out there right now. It's Captain America Civil War. We fight. Sorry, Tommy. You know I wouldn't do this if I had any other choice. But he's my friend. So was I. There's no doubt what will dominate the box office this weekend. It is the Marvel Cinematic Universe's showcase tentpole film this summer. Captain America Civil War. Uh, it starts with William Hurd, who was, he was a military dude in The Incredible Hulk. You probably don't remember. It probably doesn't matter. Um, and he's tells the Marvel superheroes, all the destruction you guys have done, we've got to clamp down on you a little bit. The government wants to rein them in. Iron Man says that's a good idea because he's feeling guilty about some of the death and destruction from the last Avengers movie. Captain America does not feel the same way. He feels they should have free reign to help out as best they can whenever they feel like it. So they get mad at each other and fight. Uh, mad at each other and then fight each other with a little help from their friends. It's a civil war. Besides Captain America and Iron Man, we also see the return of Black Widow, Hawkeye, War Machine, Vision, the Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man. There's a new guy, you see him in the trailers, he's called the Black Panther. And new to this particular batch of movies, Spider-Man, played by Tom Holland. He's the third Spider-Man in just over 10 years and he's Better than Andrew Garfield. I think I still got a soft spot for Tobey Maguire, but he's good. The guy that plays Black Panther is good as well. I forgot what his name is, though. Um, his story, the Black Panther story, caught me off guard. It, I wasn't familiar with the character. I didn't know what to expect. I was very pleasantly surprised. It's rare to see an interesting new superhero. They sort of start blending together at this point. There's so many of them. Um, you know, like Ant-Man's story isn't particularly interesting, but Paul Rudd is such a hoot that you don't care. And, of course, he steals the scenes he's in in this movie, as you would expect, because he's Paul all Rudd. But it really is a Captain America movie, and they are the cream of the crop as far as, as the Marvel movies go. For as much as I've described the Civil War as they get mad and fight each other, the story really escalates on that front in a smooth way, the intensity growing as the movie cracks along, which it cracks along nicely for a two and a half hour movie. It's a complex story, and it unravels in a much more interesting way than a lot of other superhero movies. I'm looking at you, Batman v Superman. In fact, there are a lot of parallels between the disappointing beginning of the Justice League saga and Civil War. Obviously, both movies pit good guys against each other. The difference is, you understand why it happens in Civil War. There are seriously 
like 10 superheroes in this fight and you know why each one of them is there. Everyone's motivations are clear throughout. They're not all as strong as maybe they could be, but you know, the Black Panther, Vision and Scarlet Witch, for example, would have three different reasons to be involved in this fight and you know about each of them. Batman versus Superman didn't have that. Um, I could go deeper into the comparisons, but I don't want to get into spoiler territory, Brett, because I know you're excited to see it fresh. Well, hey, and so far, so good, Jeff. You, Let's just, I'm I almost done. It. Let's just say that almost everything I've heard that Batman versus Superman did wrong, Captain America Civil War does right. You can feel very confident that you are going to enjoy yourself when you get to the theater. My biggest complaint is the ending, which obviously I won't get into. And it's not a terrible ending. It's not even a bad ending, per se. But uh, I have some ideas on how to improve it. Overall, the movie was great fun. Lots of humor. The action is amazing, as you would expect, like it was in Captain America the Winter Soldier. The hand-to-hand -hand combat, which is Captain America's bread and butter, is just off the charts in this one. The Russo brothers direct again, and they've apparently found some new tricks on that front. It was a lot of fun to watch. I can't recommend it high enough. I know it doesn't even matter if I recommend it because it is going to get all the money in the next couple of weeks. Four couch cushions out of five for Captain America Civil War. I'll just quickly mention as well uh, that if you're into the comic books, well, if you're into comic books and you clearly know that it's happening, but if you're just sort of kind of have paid attention to comics here and there, maybe you read the original Civil War series from around 2006. There is a new Civil War series. Civil War II begins this summer. Uh, I mean, the movie is loosely inspired by the first one yeah. I had never read it so I didn't know what to expect yeah it's basically it's not the exact same story but it's it's uh, it's Captain America versus Iron Man on opposing sides of uh, I think it was something they had to register it was like the Mar whether the or not disco sucks yeah that, that that's exactly what it was about <laughs> yeah uh, so <laughs> there's a Civil War 2 and it looks like it's Ca Iron Man versus Captain Marvel um, so that's pretty cool anyway there you go let's uh, move on oh, yeah there's another one there's a gem of a comedy playing in theaters right now I watched it this week. It's called Keanu. This is a crazy drug dealer named Cheddar. So? So what, 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 what's so scary about Cheddar? Cheddar is a psychopath name. You only name yourself something adorable if you can back it up. I don't think that's a thing. That's a thing. If you meet a guy named Fluffy Pink Bunny Head, he will stab you in the eye. Keanu stars Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele, a.k.a. Key and Peele, as cousins about to embark on quite the adventure. The setup is very simple. Peel hears a scratch at his door, finds the cutest kitten ever on his doorstep, names it Keanu, gets his house broken into, finds out a local street gang did it and have taken his precious Keanu, and then they try to get Keanu back. You heard the name Cheddar in the clip. He's the leader of the street gang. The street game is called The Blips. They're wannabe gangsters who couldn't make it into the Bloods or the Crips, so they formed The Blips. Key and Peel pretend to be gangsters to get in in order to infiltrate those blips, and that's by far where the majority of the comedy comes from. Those guys are very good at playing, you know, sort of like wimpy guys pretending to be tough guys. A lot of it involves some very foul language, so this is a seriously rated R movie. If you can't handle the bad language, you won't want to go. There's some violence as well. It's played for last, but it gets kind of bloody sometimes. Um, they get caught up with the blips or even forced to commit some crimes, which go hilariously awry. It's pretty basic plot-wise. There are a few twists, a few directions you don't expect things to head. Mostly, though, it's just very funny. I laughed out loud a lot. The blips themselves are funny. There's a running George Michael gag. That's amazing. Lots of good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, if Captain America is sold out and you want a good laugh, you cannot miss with the dumb, fun Keanu. Three and a half couch cushions out of five for that. Did you laugh so hard, like one reviewer said, where you felt like you were going to lose consciousness? I did not. Okay. The la that hasn't happened since 
I want to say this is the end. That's your go-to. That's that your... one did it. The Hangover did it, and Dumb and Dumber did it. Those might be the three theater experiences where I had that. Yeah, for me, I'm almost ashamed to say it was Jackass Two. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Well, I think it's because it was sort of. It, that's the thing where we're going to see a comedy in a theater helps because oh, everybody's yeah. laughing and it fuels your laughter. It's, and it's way a, more fun to see these. Like you know, if I go see like a Woody Allen movie, I don't mind if the theater's empty. But when you go see a, a comedy, it's nice when it's full. Yeah, I really should go see more comedies. Uh, we're going to talk about what's coming home this week to Blu-ray, DVD, digital HD, etc. Up next, you're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. Time now to find out what is coming to home video this week. I didn't ask to be super, and I'm no hero. But when you find out your worst enemy is after your best girl, the time has come to be a f***ing superhero. Hear the music. What movie is that, Jeff? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You tell me. You didn't see it? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. It's Well, it's Deadpool. You oh. got to go out and buy this. Are you going to go and buy it? I am going to go out and buy Are it. Are you going to so lend it to you, me? Yeah, you can borrow it. You, I'll probably buy it and then lend it to you before I actually watch it. Nice. Um, yeah, Deadpool, it's a superhero movie starring Ryan Reynolds. It came out in February. It was impossible to avoid the marketing, and I think it was also impossible to predict just how big of a hit this movie was. I, I think people sort of figured it would make maybe $70 million its opening weekend. It made $132 million. It's made $361 million domestically, and its total, uh, the worldwide total is $761 million. And this is, I think, one of the reasons why it did so well is because he's this anti- I don't want to say anti-hero, but he's a superhero who swears and kills people, and it's hilarious, and it's awesome, and it's just so much fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Really, I, I regret not seeing it in theaters. Well, I mean, and you'll still enjoy it at home. I don't know that... Seeing it on the big screen was cool, but I don't know that it was a must-see on the big screen. Plus, the Blu-ray's got all kinds of special features and hilarious packaging to go along with its uh, very meta theme. Um, again, Deadpool, based on a comic book, which was... I've never actually read the comic book, but I guess that's probably pretty cool. So that's the big one this week. I'm looking at the list. I'm not seeing a whole lot else here. Uh, no, there's some TV stuff. The Jim Gaffigan Show, season one, that's a sitcom that plays... On comedy on the comedy network here, starring comedian Jim Gaffigan. It's actually pretty funny. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. If you just want to YouTube's Jim Gaffigan, Scream the TV series season one. Is that coming back? Do you think? I think season two uh, is that's coming. Already, yeah. That's, all right. And yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, there's season one of something called Killjoys, which I I've never watched it. I see the commercials all the time on Space whenever I'm watching Orphan Black. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, which is in its Orphan Black, by the way, has been better this year. I think than it's in its fourth season now. It's been better than its third season. And um, yeah, that's basically uh, the the big stuff coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. So we got about 90 seconds here uh, outside of Captain America, which you have actually seen of the movies we talked about for the May preview. Which, uh, any of them sort of jump out as what you would really like to go see? Um, I'm curious about that Julia Roberts, George Clooney movie, except I don't think it's going to end up being very good. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I think that. I just, I just think that. Your fear that it's going to be bad? Yeah. It, it, it's sort of a gimmicky movie because it's real time, right? Yeah. But uh, I think it, it sort of is, is taps into things going on in the real world in yeah. the sense that the little guy feels like the, the big rich guys are 
holding them down or whatever. So there's that. Uh, I am. I still haven't seen, and this will give me the motivation to finally watch it. Neighbors has been sitting on my PVR. Oh, really? For a year. You will love it. And I have tried. Da- you like Dave Franco, and he's in it a lot. I've started watching it three times. I think. <laughs> I, I think I've gotten. I watched ten minutes, and then a month later, I watched another ten minutes, and another, and then I, I don't know why I can't get through. Can't commit to watching it. It's bizarre. It can't be that long either, is it? No, it's not a length thing. I just never feel, I've never in the mood for it, and I don't know why. I think it's because I have so much stuff on my PVR that I just feel guilty. No. I'm watching something on my PVR, but it's not a television <laughs> show. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. I get that way too. I've got a list of movies I want to you know, watch again. But I've got a bigger list of stuff I need to see for the first time. All right, sir. Then, hey, that concludes the May movie preview. And that concludes the Couch Potatoes for this week. Next week, I will offer my sort of second thoughts on Captain America Civil War. And by the way, we're back. The podcast has been resurrected. We are once again on iTunes and now Google Play Music as well for you Android users like me. Look for the Couch Potatoes podcast. I'm Brett, he's Jeff, we are the Couch Potatoes, and remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.